0: Hey, everybody, welcome back. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. For those who are new to the show, because we've had a lot of new listeners, I've had a lot of new people in the Strength Within support group that I have on Facebook. um, I just want to introduce myself. Uh, My name is Dr. Heidi. I am a toxic relationship awareness and healing specialist. And my mission is to provide hope, healing, and freedom to those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships emotional abuse, and narcissistic behaviors. Um, I do all sorts of one-on-one and group type helping people recognize, remove themselves from, and heal from these type of relationships. Uh, you can find more information about my services at coachingwithdrheidi.com. If you are interested in a private session, make sure you use the podcast code 25 off all caps, for $25 off first one-on-one session. Today, I want to talk a little bit once again about love bombing. And the reason this came up is I received an email uh, from someone who I had never spoken to, who had heard my podcast and wanted to know my opinion on some of the things that she was experiencing. Now, if we talk about love bombing and you look up just Google DuckDuckGo, whatever it is that you search on and you type in love bombing, you're gonna get something that sounds like this. An attempt to influence a person by demonstration of attention and affection. It has been identified as a possible part of the abuse cycle and has been strongly warned against. So just so you know, love bombing, can be at the beginning of relationships, which is when we normally talk about it, but it can also occur in the established relationship should the toxic personality begin to feel insecure for some reason due to the loss of control or a change in plan or things going on in their life that makes them feel less secure in themselves. So here is an email I got from, again, somebody I had never spoken to and I'm gonna read these points pretty slowly. Now, of course, this is specific to this person's situation, but I want you to listen very closely because we oftentimes step into relationships, we step into friendships, we, we try to assess these situations, and we try to make sense out of some of these things that are happening when in the end, there's no sense to be made. So pay close attention to these because even if they don't exactly fit you, They probably fit you in some form or fashion. Dear Dr. Heidi, I was introduced to someone about four months ago, and I feel like I am seeing some red flags or perhaps some inconsistent or questionable behavior. I would love to know what your thoughts on them are. Okay, and then I proceeded to quickly scroll down this email, which was very, very long. Okay. But it was bullet pointed, which made it a little bit easier to digest. But as I started reading these, my mind started thinking, oh, honey. And I started kind of getting a pit in my stomach about this email because I don't know who this person is and I clearly have to get her a message. He is seven years older than me and single. He is a self made entrepreneur and has multiple degrees. He told me he had a very difficult childhood and the environment was violent and that he is no longer in contact with his parents. He does not live close to me, but after only two phone calls, wanted to come all the way across the country so he could meet me. And he did. He came for three days. We had a fantastic time. It was very romantic. There was lots of compliments, and I have to say I did enjoy it. Afterward, he sent me multiple gifts and started to shower me with compliments. He told me that he had been waiting his whole life to meet me and that he finally felt that he had found his soulmate. I believe that we do have a lot in common as far as relationship goals but it seemed kind of over the top. He planned a second visit in a few weeks. In planning, he hinted about me staying with him at the hotel. I said I would be happy to see him there, but I would not plan on staying overnight this early in the relationship. The day after I told them this, he called me and the subject came up again. He then proceeded to tell me that he had been previously married. Okay, I only knew that he was single. He had not mentioned that he had been previously married. And in this marriage, he felt very disconnected and lonely. He did not, they did not sleep in the same room and she was never there when he needed her. He said, if I visited him at the hotel and then did not stay overnight, he would feel very empty like he did in his marriage. I felt bad for him, but the conversation made me feel very uneasy. I felt like I was being pushed or pulled into something that I had set a boundary on and something that I may not want. Now I also have teenage children and several times early on, he mentioned that he would love to meet them. And I said, right now, no, I never introduced them to anyone that I'm just dating. He said he respected that boundary, but then continued to, con- continued to bring it up over and over. For example, saying how much my kids would really start being a lot more happy when he was around because he always likes to be busy and he'd have plenty of things to do. He kept saying that my kids would figure out, so I may as well tell them because he plans on being around for a while. He even asked if he should bring them gifts when he comes. On the next visit, he did did not tell me the length that he was staying and he ended up staying five days. That seemed a little long for me and I I felt anxious and I was relieved when he left, but I didn't say anything. The night before his visit, however, he said the flights were canceled, so he booked an earlier flight, arriving one day early. This also made me feel uncomfortable and a bit flustered because I still had things that I needed to do in order to prepare for his visit and things I needed to get done before I took some time off. We had a whirlwind visit. He took me to wonderful restaurants and treated me like a queen. It felt very exaggerated. He was trying too hard to please me, and he was jumping at every wish. This visit, he saw my dogs, and he seemed to really overplay his interest and affection towards them. Now, he knows my dogs are important to me because I talk about them a lot. This visit, he told me he loved me, which seemed very premature for the amount of time we'd spent together. He also made a point to say that he knew that my job, my kids and my pets were very important and it made him feel like I would never be willing to move so that I could live with him because of that. He seems to show an interest in everything I do, like an intense interest, the things I'm involved in, what I listen to, what I talk about, what I think about, who I spend time with when he's not around. He makes a point to show interest in everything I am interested in and engages in long conversations about those topics, giving facts and in-depth information so it sounds like he knows more about my own interests than I do. He's also putting long comments on anything I post on social media and likes and loves everything I post, like he's watching everything very closely. He makes sure to let anyone that he meets when he's with me that knows me, that I am his world and I am perfect and he has never, ever met anybody like me. He's constantly sending me poems and songs. And to me, it seems like overkill and it's starting to make me appreciate them less and less. He told me he has had several life-threatening illnesses and wants me to be involved in his decisions about surgery because it may impact my life as well as his. I simply said, as a parent, I think, I, owe, I think you owe it, and we owe it to our kids to do everything we can to stay alive and healthy. He reframed that into me saying, I am going to take care of him through this illness. He speaks badly about all his past relationships and partners as if they were all at fault for everything that, that did not go right in the relationship. He did not admit one fault, In any of them, even if I asked. He does not say one positive thing about them, just that they were all crazy and he doesn't understand how he keeps finding the same needy, ungrateful women over and over and over. He states how he always feels like he's being set up in relationships, like everyone is trying to trap him. He has created this narrative that he keeps repeating that I am the 1% of the women who. He does not feel like is trying to trap him and are not crazy, but also amazing and beautiful. The other day, I paid him a compliment by saying, wow, I didn't realize that you take such great care of your body. And he said, well, that is nice. You mean you couldn't tell that I didn't before? Thanks for finally noticing. In public or when there are many people around, he is overly friendly to everybody. Waiters, cab drivers, et cetera. But when there are less people or just one-on-one with service people, he gets very agitated and his mood changes very quickly. I have heard him call me names and say negative things under his breath, but when I call him out, he says that I misunderstood or that I that he didn't say anything at all. And I must be really insecure to even think that he would say something like that to me. He handmade me a gift seemed to elaborate greatly on the time and energy he had put into it and told me to make sure that I took very good care of it because his last girlfriend didn't value any of the gifts that he gave them and they lost them. It was almost like he was parenting me to take care of his things and to be very grateful for all of his efforts and everything he was doing for me. When we are not together, he goes on and on and on about how he misses me and he wants me around more, almost to the point that I feel guilty for having my own life, which I totally had before I ever met him. I'm starting to feel like I am thinking more about what he wants than what I had going on before I met him. Please help. I'm confused and overwhelmed. Is this normal behavior and are my feelings of uneasiness invalid? Because now I'm starting to feel like I'm just being overly dramatic. Or should I be concerned? Thank you for your insight, Jane. Okay. So if you're listening to this, you also are already going, we need to get hold of this lady. And you all have a little pain in your stomach, right? Those are all 100% red flags that you may see at the beginning of a relationship that is going to fall into some type of abusive cycle. Now, I'm not saying that we don't see those in healthy relationships. We do. But what you tend to see with this type of relationship is the pressure seems to get stronger and stronger, and you keep giving more and more until you've committed enough that it's too hard to back out. So if you've been in a relationship where or at the beginning of a relationship where some of these things sounded very familiar, yes, 100%, those are red flags. And, And there's many other red flags to note at the beginning of relationships as well. But it can be confusing when you're going through this stage because you don't know that much about them. You don't know their past, so they can really tell you anything. You don't know their friends to check any of the facts with. In the beginning, we're still very wooed by the newness and we like the compliments and we like the affection and we like the treatment. And every one of these things seems to have a legitimate explanation. So rather than us sticking to our gut feeling of going, I feel like this isn't right, we go, oh, well, I guess that could be the case. We don't want to come off offensive or abrasive, and we don't want to come off nosy, and we definitely want to don't come off like we're nagging or nitpicking at the beginning. So a lot of times we let these things pass without really paying attention. You know, we're also seeking our true love. We're also seeking the best friend we've been looking for. We're looking for the strong relationship. So we don't we don't want to falsely Predict this as toxic because what if this is the one? And we have no real reason to doubt them yet. You know, their actions and their words don't seem to add up and they give me an uncomfortable feeling. But at the same time, I doubt myself also. So I may as well doubt myself rather than doubt them because I don't have enough valid facts to doubt them. So let's talk about a red flag as a verb a red flag is to identify or draw attention to a problem that must be dealt with. And as a noun, a red flag is a warning sign. We throw this term red flag around, we make jokes about it, you know, the meme that's going around that, yeah, I saw the red flags, but I thought it was a carnival. Okay, the problem is, is we do see the red flags, we just don't pay attention to them. So when you see a red flag, You need to note that you saw it, stick it in your back pocket. So, if it repeats itself over and over again, you know this is a valid red flag. You have to remember it so that you can acknowledge it and you don't forget it. Remember, the goal of the person that is doing the love bombing, the goal in the relationship is completely different than yours. Their goal is to suck you in so you will supply them. With the things that make them feel secure. Your goal is to have a kind, caring, loving, intimate, emotionally supportive relationship. So they're pretending that that's what they're doing. Toxic behaviors, again, are repetitive and cyclic. So when you see it once, you have to remember you see it. So in succession, you can make the best decision for you. Now, I did have a call with this Jane and Verified that these were 100% worth not ignoring. She is now keeping her boundaries up and she is a lot more educated on what the drive is behind these behaviors. The drive is insecurity, and the behaviors are to get the things the toxic personality needs for you to supply them so they feel secure. So, in summary, excessive compliments, excessive gifts, too much money spent on you, spending too much time together at the beginning of a relationship, putting a label on the relationship very quickly, making you feel like you have to give up your plans or change the way you do things to accommodate what they're asking you to do, too much interaction through the normal day-to-day activities, a high interest in your hobbies, in your past. Always hinting about taking this thing to the next level when it feels way too early. Pushing the physical, the sexual, and the mental boundaries that you have set. You know, when examples are not respecting your time, always being late, showing up early, invading your personal space, you know, going through things in your house, going through your phone, wanting to know personal information, digging into the things that maybe this early on you shouldn't reveal, but they lead themselves or tell you that they're trustworthy. Come on, you can trust me, you're my soulmate. You know, we have so much in common. Why would you not trust me? I've been through the same thing as you. Asking you to give things up in your life, like your friends, your commitments, your obligations, so that you can prioritize them. If they're seemingly jealous over the things and the people in your life. If you are getting sarcasm followed by a, I was just joking. They speak badly about previous friends or previous partners in their life. If you notice that they're lacking close friends. Now, they, of course, will blame it on the friends. But in turn, think about it. Perhaps the friends have chosen to be out of this person's life for the same reason you should be choosing to be out of their life. Do not ignore it if your friends and family are concerned. They're very hot and cold with their affections, making you believe you are the one that's hot and cold with your affections. If you have a bad feeling, don't ignore it. that that feeling is there for a reason. That feeling in your gut is your body's natural defense mechanism telling you something's wrong. But what we do is we go, oh, it'll be okay. They just had a bad day. You know, don't worry about that because he was in a good mood yesterday or she was nice to me last time we went shopping. So if you find yourself in this situation and if you're sitting there listening to this going, oh my gosh, this is what's happening to me right now. What do you do? You be true to yourself like you've been trying to do your whole life. Treat every date, every beginning of friendship, you know, interactions with with different people, treat every single one of those as a job interview. Have a job description of the people that get to be close to you. And if they don't fit the job description, you don't hire them. We don't, when we are hiring for a position in our business, we hire the best resume, right? Because we want a successful business. But then we go to our personal life and we try to make the sixth best resume fit into our job description. And then we wonder why the relationship's not working. Have a job description of your best friend, have a job description of what you want your partner to look like. And if they don't fit, you don't hire them. Keep self respect and the respect of others high on your priority list. You don't want a friend and you don't want a partner that disrespects you constantly and especially disrespects you in public. You are deserving of respect. So keep the respect boundary set. Listen to your gut. 100%. It is the thing that we ignore the most. We would rather believe their words than listen to our gut. And the biggest thing, know that it's totally okay to walk away. And know that if you never see them again, so what? Especially if it's early on in the relationship. And there hasn't been a move in together or there hasn't been a commitment or there's not an engagement. I mean, even if there is those things, you can still walk away just because they will say things about you or make you feel guilty doesn't mean that you don't have the option to choose yourself. It just means this is probably not the person for you because the minute you are changing who you are to become what they need, you are settling. And the relationship that you're looking for is not one that you're settling for. This is your life. This is your relationships. These are your friendships. This is your choice. Don't let anyone at any time take that away from you.